Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. My website's recoveryradiokmp3.com. And to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere smack dab in the middle, but here we are, you and me. And I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Kick things off with a little fun. Let's see what the uh, Sarcastic Meditations books say today for September 2nd. September 2nd, once you're in a committed relationship, the real spiritual work for you is pretty much over. Of course, I feel the opposite of that to be true. (laughs) I remember when I was new and I had a brief spell of not being with anyone I thought was super spiritual. And then I got into a relationship and it was just like a mirror jammed up right against your face. You know? What? I'm jealous. I'm controlling. I'm insecure. I'm untrusting. Possessive. I'm That's when the real spiritual work for me, uh, began, begins. Been in a relationship now for a long time, and it's it's not stagnant. It's exciting, changes a lot. Having a lot of different experiences with one person, as opposed to the same experience over and over again with multiple people. That is where the real spiritual work in my own life takes place more than anything else. I want to say more than anywhere else. I don't want to say it's everywhere. It's just also there. I 
changed so much because of my relationship. Because I am in a place where I became attracted to and desired to be with somebody who wanted to grow, who wanted to maintain a good mood, who wanted to seek God, who wanted to find their own fault in things, who wanted to point out lovingly when I was being run by my worst self who wanted to learn how to push themselves and one another towards God. There was a time in my life where I did not want that. It was very unsexy. The idea of being with someone who was not full of shit was actually a turnoff. At first, unconsciously, then, I mean, subconsciously, and then consciously, I began to see that I was not attracted to people who were as described. I just, that kind of thing just didn't sound good to be with somebody the way I described the person I'm with now. It sounded pretty awful. Why did it sound awful? As this became conscious, I started to see that it sounded awful because that would mean I would not be able to get away with my own bullshit. I mean, that's really what it came down to. I did not want to completely give myself to God. There were parts of my life I wanted to hold on to. Manipulate, control. Go sideways with. I wanted to be able to phone it in in some ways and that changed over time and I became very attracted to the idea of being with a person who wanted to, wanted to grow and change and demonstrated that I didn't think the show was going to going to become about this thing I just read. You know, I had something else all lined up, but I think I'm just going to make it about this. I mean, the real real spiritual work does start. <clears throat> it did for me when I got into a relationship. And I 
I've changed so much as a result of the spiritual work in my relationship. I would start to see initially that why am I more patient with strangers? Why am I more generous with people I don't know? Why am I more tolerant of sponsees? And it was the same thing. First it was unconscious, then it became subconscious, then it became conscious that the reason is selfishness. I mean, the reason came down to I didn't take those relationships as for granted. I take the person I'm with that relationship for granted. So I treat them worse. Put less thought into that. As soon as I saw that that's what I was doing, I flipped that around. Because the opposite of that, I think, should be true. More thought into that. These days, I... very aware of this and I want to give my I want to give my wife my best not my worst talked about it on here a long time ago but it's like the mentality of clocking in when you get home instead of clocking out The other day, she and I were at a store and there was a man who was ringing us up and he tried so hard to bond with me over like very common street marriage logic. You know, well, you know, got to keep her. If she's happy, you're happy, you know, and she's a boss, you know, and she said no. It's actually not true. We're actually a team. And the guy looked at me and he said, you know, he and I know, you know, he and I know. And he was trying so hard to get me to be like in that zone with him. And I just don't, I don't relate to that. I don't. It's not how my situation is. And, um, We are interdependent. We need each other. We're also very dependent. We're also very different in some ways. We also both love our freedom. But we're also both invested in our connection. Our connection is important to both of us. We demonstrate that through our communication, how we talk, greeting each other's fear with love instead of greeting each other's fear with more fear. 
We're not in competition with each other. We don't bash things that the other one likes. The opposite of that is true. She likes things that I don't, and vice versa. And we're both very supportive and tender about it. Sometimes she'll want to watch stuff that I never would want to watch, ever. And I don't judge it or put it down or ridicule her. It's ridiculous to me. It's the kind of home that we want and have. Not everybody needs and wants that, I guess. I do. She does. Same goes for me. There's things that, I mean, I love baseball. I love baseball. She likes baseball. Frankly, she could take it or leave it. If baseball was never on again, she'd be fine. I don't think she would ever miss it. But she doesn't act that way. She's very supportive of my watching it. She said, you know, she loves the sounds. It's very comforting to her. But if there's a game I want to watch, and I think it's a big game, and this and that, her attitude about it is so loving. Sometimes she wants to watch, like, um, Fantasy Adventure. I could go the rest of my life without seeing fantasy adventure. Sometimes she'll want to see fantasy adventure. She'll want me to watch it with her. And I will happily do that. Why? Because of a bunch of reasons. I mean, and the purpose of this relationship is for both of us to grow closer to each other, to ourselves, and to God. And by being loving and supportive, open-minded, those things, those attitudes have helped me and helped me grow. Or if I'm like, fucked it. That's not having me pointed in the direction I want to point in, in my relationship or in my life. So, I would talk to you more, but I actually have some modeling stuff to do today. But I will read it again. Having said all that, that's why it's so funny to me. I used to smoke a lot of glue. I had a stroke. I'm fine. I'll find it. Just looking in the wrong book and the wrong month, but I'm okay. September 2nd, 
once you're in a committed relationship, the real spiritual work for you is pretty much over. Now, I wrote that on the heels of, of uh, years of experiences like the ones I just described. So that's why it's so funny to me. It's just... If I don't put my spiritual work into my relationship, I found that I just have the same experience with multiple people over and over and over again. But now I'm having very different experiences with one person. And it's thrilling. I get a big modeling shoot I gotta go to. Um, very famous male model. Um, starting my own male model uh, sneaker line. Um, it's pretty rad. Um, it's HU. <laughs> NG. <laughs> Never mind. So dumb. All right. I'm going to go. I hope you have an amazing, amazing couple days. Um, hope you clock in when you get into the realm of your relationship, your serious one, if you're in it. And um, if anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. And uh, that's it. Can't stop smiling right now. Even though it's going to be like a hundred and million degrees today. It's going to be like a million. The forecast today where I live, it's just, it's a million. The forecast today that the weatherman, you know, he came on a map, showed up, and the map just said no. Just no. Just bad. The map just said fail. The map just had a picture of me with X's over my eyes. That's today's weather. <clears throat> All right. I'm out of here. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. I hope